Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap. It is December 11th, 2020. We're here to talk SmackDown on Fightful.com, but before we went on the air, we're talking about how we plan to do almost anything but cover wrestling <laughs> for this web- <laughs> It's Taylor Swift album release day, Sean. I mean, the, the Taylor Swift day. It is. It is. And we're going <laughs> to review the Taylor Swift album at the end of this show. Which might take up the majority of it. I know a lot of you are here for the wrestling, but let's be honest, there's not a lot to talk about. But we're gonna we're gonna squeeze blood from this stone, Jeremy. We we were talking about the main event before we went on air, and I said, No, we cannot wait <laughs> precious seconds. It's like uh Joseph and I, we just do all our best material before the show, and then we have to stretch yeah. it during the show. <laughs> Guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications. And uh, donate a super chat if you want your question or statement read on the air. I can't tell you how important that is. Uh, I mean, it was very important to Jeremy Lambert yesterday. Showing ass cheeks. He was showing showing ass ass cheeks. cheeks. He hit a certain goal on the distraction, (laughs) the star of the distraction. And normally I'd be like, man, what are you doing? But I've done far, uh, you know, I I won't say far more ridiculous things. I've done some pretty ridiculous things, but. You had to clarify that I could not show actual ass cheeks. Yes, I did. Was that a real concern? That yes, I was it was. It was. I think that you know how valuable you are to Fightful, and you know that it would take a lot to get fired. Like, it would take a lot for you to get fired. And I'm not sure that ass cheeks are, are what would get you fired. I'm pretty sure I'd be able to be like, Jimmy, listen, it was really funny. It was a good bit. But if we got our YouTube banned for two Decembers in a row, that'd be rough. Last December was rough, man. It was slim picking. It was. Oh, yeah. That was that was a tough time. That was a very tough time. So people are, are saying donate a, a Super Chat so Sean uh, tells a story tonight. How about this? Based on the number of Super Chats, it will determine my honesty about this Taylor Swift album. <laughs> I got a quiz, Sean. I have okay. a I have a quiz for you okay. on this album. Oh man. And in fact, we, we've already got the super chats. Trevor L says, donate a super chat so Sean tells a story tonight. 
we will story time will return soon. I'll say that much. Uh, we're going to try to do a farewell to Carlos. Who's leaving us next Friday on that show. I'm reviewing Taylor Swift tonight. Anakin JMT says, have a good show guys. Going to try to sleep to fight this virus. Please everyone wear masks and stay safe. I can tell you firsthand this virus sucks. Anakin, my friend, please get well soon. We're thinking of you. We love you, buddy. Hope you feel better soon. Yes, I hope you feel better, Anakin. The Jam on Ryan B. Jam says, I said it before and I'll say it again. Sean is a better singer than Taylor Swift. Can I Can I ban him? Where's Where's? No, no, please don't. He sends us super chats. All don't right. ban people. Yeah, that's super chats. Uh, Somebody say something mean about Taylor Swift so I can ban you who doesn't send a super chat. By the way, guys, we'll be doing a Christmas week stream. It is December 22nd. I think it'll be about probably like 9 p.m. Eastern. We're going to do uh, a stream that night. It'll be a bit of a, a Christmas bonus stream for our staff. The Super Chats will go directly to our staff. So uh, please come and show us some love on that day. And Anakin JMT says, also doesn't mean I don't want story time with Sean. Here's another 20 towards another yarn. I mean, right now it is, again, gauging the honesty of the Taylor Swift thing. Because we'll see. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to troll. I'm not going to not gonna pander. None of that. Okay. Uh, Music of Moonsault said, anyone else check out that weird alternate commentary during the main event? SRS, I checked out the Nash clip you mentioned. That was gold. <laughs> what weird alternate commentary? Was it Kevin Nash ultimate, alternate commentary? I wish to have a Nash alternate commentary. <laughs> that would be awesome. I loved it. Uh, did you see his comment on Shane Helms' post this week? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's so funny. Like That guy he's is just hilarious. So I was so mad he wasn't at uh, WrestleCade last year because i i really just want to ask him about the old glory bit when he did commentary on yeah. thunder one of my favorite bits of all time i'm mad that we weren't at wrestlecade this year, this year. yes that's what i'm mad about i yes. missed that so much it was so good <laughs> oh man what a what a bummer but this smackdown there's not a ton to talk about they they pulled the old bait and switch on us jeremy do you want to jump right to the main event? And no, I mean we should. Pro- well, I mean the opening the- segment has to do with the main event. Yeah, it does. But we we kind of tie those all in together. Let's talk about Dolph Ziggler and Montez Ford. Dolph Ziggler beats Montez Ford, and strangely, I'm okay with this, even though I love Montez Ford. He's great. He's awesome. Uh, Dolph wins with a super kick. But here's the thing: if you're trying to make me think that what Robert Roode did was like a some super heel move, I'm not buying it. Montez has got to keep his eye on the ball as a performer. It's the usual, let's distract the guy so the champions lose, and then it'll set up a title shot. It's the same trope they do every single month. Uh, Montez Ford, well, he's always great. I think Dolph Ziggler is very good. I thought the their little yeah. pre-match banter was not good at all i didn't terrible like ziggler they talked about oh this funny equal money that's what dolph ziggler said dolph ziggler is a comedian sean what what are we talking about well by job title only (laughs) let's let's dolph ziggler is also the rock's best friend we found that out on tuesday that they're best friends uh i did love the pit where the solo cup shot out in the middle of the match as they were going to commercial that ruled that yeah, absolutely ruled. I rewind it because I thought the match was over. I, like, I did I too. I thought, I thought it was like, oh, that's how they're going to end it, which would have been fine. I would have been perfectly fine if that's how they ah. ended the match. But that bit was awesome. It was amazing. I mean, 
I know a lot of people are like, why during the match? Why not during the match? It's exactly the kind yeah. of thing that he would do. <laughs> exactly. Now, what I'm saying why about is why go to a rest hold after the commercial? Why didn't you do that during the commercial? Why didn't you hold <laughs> hold the guy down in a scissored uh, in a scissored sleeper hold like during the commercial? I don't get it. But Ziggler wins at the super kick, and I'm I'm okay with that because one, he's got to win some matches. Yeah, it's not the team losing the match. Also, Montez and Angelo Dawkins looked very very pissed off after this. They were like, "That is not going to happen again," and Good. and I'm all for that. They they should be mad. It's good when people who lose are mad about losing instead of just being like, eh, it happens every week because it does seem to happen every week. So hopefully it turns them into every, everyone likes to have fun out there, Michael. Hopefully they get a little bit more serious uh, out of this. Not that like they don't need to do it, but at least take these wins and losses a little bit more to heart than just, yeah, we lost whatever street profits are up smoke, whatever they say. And I know a lot of people are like, ah, the champion's getting pinned. You all know I don't like that. This is a little bit different because it's a singles match, so I- I'm not as upset about it. You can uh, hide that with saying Ziggler is a very accomplished singles wrestler. Montez world champion. Ford is not. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, they, they did hammer that home that he was a world champion. Yeah. Um, We got some super chats in conjunction with this, but uh, let's go ahead and get to Evan Wright. He says, off topic, I'm sorry, but I highly recommend everyone seeking out Hiromu Takahashi and El Desperado. Such a beautiful match and the mask spot. Yeah, I saw our chat light up this morning about it, and I was like, you know what? I'll be watching that. And and like I, I missed the mask thing until I was watching it. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't expect that. Carlos and I were up at 5 a.m. watching this match, and it was it was hotter than Raw and SmackDown yes. is when everybody's there. So the, the joke I made this morning was like, <laughs> we only need one person around to cover SmackDown or Raw, but there were two people up willingly, weren't even yeah. asked to be, to cover this in the morning. Amazing. New Japan's a draw, man. Yeah. Music of Moonsault said, sound like a director or producer coming through on the live feed. I didn't hear that. I will go back and try to find that, though. Uh, but, but yeah, I would love that. Uh, 11 Names Deegan says, what's up, guys? I love the Bianca Bailey stuff. Really fun promo, but how tough am I supposed to believe Bailey will actually beat the EST? Hashtag Sean Swifty. That's the thing. I really enjoyed this. Bianca just ran her down, but Bailey has now lost 10 straight matches. She managed to lose one with the person who beat her on Friday on Sunday, a tribute to the troops. Yeah. I don't believe that Bailey's going to win this. And here's the thing. If Bailey does, I'll be pissed. It's a no win situation. Like that's what they booked here. I love this promo. Uh, I loved Bianca's shirt, her mood 24 seven. Don't mess with me. I believe is what it said. Something like that. Uh, I thought that was a great shirt. They should sell that. Like they should sell the, the Sami Zayn shirts. She had receipts, Sean. She had little literal receipts for this woman. It was great. I'm looking forward to the match next week, but, but like you said, Bailey wins and it diminishes Bianca because she gets beat by a loser or Bianca wins and cool. She just beat the person Natalia beat two weeks ago. Like, yep. what are we doing here? That's that's the issue with 50-50 and beating your champions all the time. It's a cycle. It keeps going around and around. The Nerd Guru says, The show was not good, save for the Reigns channeling Samoa Joe with KO's fam. The Sasha Carmella stuff was awful. Maybe send creative back to the PC. <laughs> Creatively, yeah, it wasn't great. I thought in the ring it was, it was a fine match. 
but uh, we'll we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, everybody wants us to talk about the Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens stuff. Drew says you guys can just cover Sasha and Carmella and Roman Owens and get to the real main event of this. T-Swift talk will end up being more entertaining. Let's talk about uh, Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. Backstage, Jey Uso is talking to Roman Reigns, and he's like, let me add him. Let me take care of this. He wants to prove himself. Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman are back there being awesome, like always. Uh, and Kevin Owens comes out. He lays out a table, ladder to chair, and he says these are his friends and explains why he, how he wants to hurt Roman Reigns with them. And then he says, you say you're fighting for your family, but it seems like they're fighting for you. They're doing all your hard work for you. These promos are just like, good God. I had one person tell me uh, last week when I, I was asking around, they're like, oh, Roman Reigns for sure had to have seen that Kevin Owens I'm the head of the table promo and say, I got to do better than that. And <laughs> that's what you want them to do. That's what you want. Uh, this could have died a horrible death. Kevin Owens cutting promos on just inanimate objects, tables, ladders, and chairs. You give this material to like 90% of probably even like 95% of the roster. It's not going to be good. Kevin Owens was amazing with this promo and explaining how he's going to hurt this man with all of these objects, how they tie in to how he's going to hurt him. Just great stuff by Kevin Owens. I wish he cut a promo on banner. Do you know what banner is Sean? No banner. No, do you don't watch Arrested Development? I okay, I did, but I stopped. It's been a while. I, I, okay. I'll pick it up, All but right. yeah, he got a promo on table, ladder, chair, needed banner. Oh, okay, uh, it was, but this is a great promo for, from Kevin Owens, and Roman had uh, very good reactions watching backstage as well. Oh, just awesome. Then Jay Uso runs out with a chair and attacks Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens beat that ass and put him through a table. Roman Reigns comes out, and then we get a new aspect of this. We get yes. we get Paul Heyman, who's been sometimes treated like crap, but you see that his his you see that his word is respected, and I think that's important here, Jeremy, because if you have too much of Roman Reigns being like, "Oh, you're you're doing what I say," then it kind of negates the purpose of having Paul Heyman there. Roman Reigns can have anybody that arranges his stuff for him. But you want Paul Heyman there because he's a smart guy. And that's what we saw. We saw Paul Heyman saying, you control this. Don't let him control this. Amazing stuff. So from the beginning, Jay Uso comes out, attacks him. Uh, Kevin turns the tables, which is great because now I want to know what are the consequences for Jay Uso. Like he attacked this man. He failed. What's going to happen to Jay from, from Roman's standpoint of like, I gave you one job, dude. You attacked him from behind. You hit it. You hurt his knee, and then you couldn't like do more to him. He still came back on you. What are we doing here? So I want to see the fallout from that next week. The Paul Heyman aspect was even better for for this because, like you said, for pretty much the entire relationship, Roman has been he's been the head of the table. Paul Heyman has just been there, who's just kind of like carrying out orders and whatnot. And okay. Fine, but like you said, anyone can kind of do that role. Uh, I thought they played it perfectly because Owens was beaten down. It looked like a good time for Roman to attack. Owens gets up. Even though his leg is hurt, he has a chair in his hand. Roman still kind of wants to do it. Paul's like, no, 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 don't, don't. There's the respect factor there. You give Heyman some credibility there. That's what you need from this dynamic. It was Roman respected that. He's like, all right, you know what? You're right. 
He's a little banged up. I could probably take him, but it, you're right. It's not on my time. This is not the best case scenario for me, the ideal scenario for me. So we'll head to the back. And then they set up the attack in the back. Just brilliant, more brilliant stuff from these uh, men. 12 Names Deegan brings up a good point. She goes, I love how in the reigns Owens bit, Kayla had the choice to warn Kevin that Roman is behind him or run for the hills. And you best believe homegirl ran. So I, I was going to mention this of Kayla looked scared to death the entire time. I thought she got hurt because she like stumbled a little bit when she came on the screen. I was like, oh my God, she like twisted her ankle and is having so much trouble standing right now. Get this poor girl out of there. Instead, she just said fear in her eyes because allegedly uh, Roman Reigns is right behind there and she just can't say a word while Kevin is talking and then Roman finally strikes and, and she scatters off. So yes, great work by Kayla Braxton in this segment as well. And then, of course, the promo where Kevin Owens or, or Roman Reigns is like, I'm, I'm going to take food off your table. Like, just Jesus Christ, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I write for Wrestle Talk magazine every month. And the, the column I'm working on right now is how this, this character is so good that it frustrates me. And it frustrates <laughs> me because nothing else is <laughs> like, nothing else <laughs> is even approaching this. And, it seems like throughout the year we had the build to Drew McIntyre and it's like, sweet, this is good. He's protected. He doesn't lose. Then we had Edge and Randy Orton and we're like, oh my God, they're cutting these promos. They don't have to do all you people stuff. They're, they're doing direct to the camera, but it didn't overlap there because once, once Drew got the title, it was like, okay, big show, Dolph Ziggler. Okay. <laughs> so there was no overlap there. And then when the, the Edge and Randy Orton thing kind of stopped, we kicked Sasha and Bailey into full gear. And it's like, damn, this is really good. This is really good. Then around SummerSlam time, they're like, oh, well, yeah, we know that we could draw this out and make it really fruitful and great, but we're going to jam it all into about four <laughs> weeks. And that's around the time Roman Reigns popped up. And it's been a, an amazing three and a half months, like an amazing three and a half months. And it's so frustrating that other stuff can't be anywhere near as good as this. Only only one thing can be good at a time, Sean. I think yeah. that's the lesson here. Uh, There's like, we're giving you one good thing. Everything else you just got to deal with. There's one great item on this menu. Everything else, you know, you've had plenty of times. You'll probably just eat it. It'll be fine. But if you want to pay the premium price, you can get the one great item on the menu. And, and you'll always see like those tweets that get about 80 likes that are like, we don't deserve Roman Reigns. Yeah, we do. We deserved this Roman Reigns four or five, six years ago. <laughs> We did. We deserve a good show. It is their responsibility to deliver it. And uh, this is so good that it's frustrating, which yeah. is, is <laughs> it's wild. Uh, super sick. Bud Ryan says, happy Friday. Shout out Sean's golden voice and the glute. Jeremy. <laughs> Do you know how many squats I did from Tuesday to Thursday to get <laughs> into shape that. for that bit? <laughs> I'm about to start doing legs now. I haven't trained <laughs> legs in a while. Uh, restaurant quality week from Fightful. Rundown review was hilarious. Thursday's show is the best NBA show. The EC3 interview was sublime. Thank you. Yeah, I did 50 plus minutes with EC3. And fortunately, we didn't talk much about Final Battle because it was revealed that he's got COVID. But we talk in depth about the John Moxley stuff. We talk about what could happen in the future there. We talk about impact, what he did and didn't like there, how he came into Ring of Honor. We talked, uh, we actually, we did the shooting softly 
segment as well, which you guys can check on. Like there's so much stuff and I'm interviewing him again, probably next month. Cause I didn't get to a third of what we even managed. 24 seven title. That's, that's yeah. what people want to hear. About. I, I do want to, I do want to actually talk to him more about that. Cause I think he's aware <laughs> that he's become a meme over that. <laughs> He's he's a canon in, in our yes. staff chat. The Jam One Ryan B. Jam says the shirt says "Thou shalt not try me." Twenty four seven feels like a shout out to Devon. Yeah, get well soon, Devon. Even though you're picking a fight with your own imagination about dirt sheets, he's in Los Angeles working on Punky Brewster. <laughs> Isn't that amazing. He was he was in Orlando like three days ago. <laughs> he was at his school three days ago, hobbling around. Uh, Jared Thomas says, how awkward is it that Sasha Banks come out, comes out to a Snoop Dogg song for her entrance music when Snoop will be on AEW in a few weeks? Ain't awkward for her. No, I don't think it matters. I feel like that situation is overblown by people. I do too. And they pulled the Undertaker merch. <laughs> that, that was reportedly. So I tried to look and see if it was just like a special edition thing and when it was supposed to be pulled. Yeah. And it does seem like it was okay. potentially already pulled before this, but people just didn't care uh because they weren't searching for it and then they're like oh what happened to it because aew announced snoop dog yeah and god i wish i remember who tweeted it but i i really do hope they do sting snoop dog <laughs> merch now uh that would be really i think gregory weird. gregory iron yes it's gregory iron yeah <laughs> i got gotcha. an interview with him too uh check that one out guys lots of stuff up <laughs> uh also subscribe to fightfulselect.com we had a bunch of breaking news this week. I had stuff about Big E's new theme, and boy, am I about to go off over uh, some stuff about that. But I also had stuff on EC3's future, Marty Skrull update, as well as all this news about Big Man being sent to the PC. Oh, my God. What the <laughs> hell's going on? But I'll, I'll go right back to what the hell's going on. Sami Zayn beat Big E by count out now um i'll just say this the backstage stuff i liked Sami Zayn complains about biggie having a shirt and then when biggie gives him one he's like this is actually really nice and then they showed off this like crudely made Sami Zayn shirt that will legitimately sell like crazy jeremy yeah if they if they're actually gonna make this it's probably gonna be their biggest seller and then they're gonna wonder what's going on because it's clearly not much effort into the design, but it fully works for Sami Zayn. Yeah, it just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I'm I'm all for it. And Isaac Merriweather says, I so desperately want Big E to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Please, WWE, leave Goldberg out. I'm completely in agreement. I think Big E should have the WrestleMania match. Goldberg should have the Royal Rumble match against Roman Reigns for the title. Roman Reigns beats him. And then Goldberg can do literally anything else at WrestleMania. Don't care what it is. Yeah, we talked about it on the distraction, but you don't need Goldberg in this title match with with Roman Reigns or anything. Have him beat a guy like a Dolph Ziggler who we can beat him and it, you know, people will pop and it'll be fine. Or, you know, have him put somebody over. Joseph uh pitched Big E against Goldberg. That's a that's a dream match yes. for Big E. Use that to get Big E over more. Yes. I would be completely fine with that. Yeah. I, I would that that's a good alternative. He's got to win though. He's got to win, though. Um, well, yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't want Goldberg. Well, the reason I'm not as upset about this this time is because we knew. We know what kind of contract he's under. Two matches a year, the next two years. So it sort of softened the blow when we got the news. <laughs> it's like, eh, okay, I guess. Uh, Nerd, Guru, Summer Slam. 
A nerd guru says Roman should uh, Brock and Kofi Goldberg. Yes, he should. That's it's such a waste of. Uh, it's already a waste because it's a Goldberg match yes. with Roman Reigns, but it's such a waste for Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Like, do you the Roman Reigns WrestleMania history kind of sucks. Yeah, like, it kind of sucks. Adding Goldberg to that list ain't helping. I think he's only lost one match at Mania, though, hasn't he? I'm pretty sure. Uh, the Brock match? Yeah, I think so. But like, yeah. none of these matches have been that good outside of the first. Bright. Technically, he lost the first Brock match. And then he lost the, the second one uh, where everybody thought he was going to win. So I think he's lost twice. Hannah M says, say old dudes, that dude will stop telling you. Yeah, please stop spamming. Like we're not we're not gonna say something for a super chat. We'll say something because of a super chat. I have I have breaking news on our friend Hannah, Sean. Oh she's really? actually yeah, she's actually bald. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Like she's bald. She wears wigs. Yeah, she wears wigs because she is bald. Wow. Yeah. She should post some pictures about it. I, I mean, I saw some of the wigs already, but I, I don't think she wants people to know that she's like legitimately bald. That's why she's posting the, the wig pictures and not the bald pictures, but she she's bald. I have well, photos if anybody wants to pay me for them. Well, I'm about to be bald because I'm going to pull my fucking hair out over the Sami Zayn match. I'm all for Sami Zayn being smart, and I'm all for him winning matches. They made Big E look like a fucking idiot here, and Big E is not a fucking idiot. Big E is one of the smartest guys in wrestling one of the smartest dudes in wrestling, and they made him look like a goof here. Chasing Sami Zayn. You best believe if Big E wanted to catch Sami Zayn, Big E is catching Sami Zayn. Big E's probably jumping over the goddamn announce table if he so chooses. It's just like, my God. So stupid. I I get like, all right, Sami Zayn is very smart. When he did it with Apollo Crews, it was funny. You know, Paula Cruz, no offense to the guy. He hasn't done anything since losing the U.S. title. They clearly don't have actual plans for him. It's fine. He did it to Brian. It was a little like, all right, what are we doing here? But at least he ran all the way to the back and then ran back in. It, was, yes. it wasn't that bad. This one, though, like if you have actual plans for Big E, you cannot make him look this stupid. Like You just cannot make him look like an idiot. And that's what it looked like. It didn't make Sammy look any smarter. It just made Biggie look dumber. Like, yeah. that's what it did. We've seen Sammy do this. Yeah. So he doesn't look any smarter. And I had people say, oh, well, what's they could have just had Sammy lose. And I said, they could have not done it at all. They could have <laughs> had Biggie win a match, and then they could have said, hey, you know what? He's won a bunch of matches. Let's give him a title shot. Wow. It's wild. This is so that's stupid. A tough, that's a tough concept there, Sean. Win matches, get a title shot. That's, that's a tough sell. I don't also, know about that one. I don't know if you you know this, but on the set of the show Workaholics, they would have like a joke board of jokes they weren't allowed to use. Mm-hmm. Like, never say this shit. It's too corny. Like, <laughs> tell me how you really feel. If you say that to me, that's the corniest shit ever. So they got a list of all that stuff up there. I'll tell you what needs to be up there. Michael Cole saying he loves to have fun. Was that fun, Michael? Come oh on. My God. It's so frustrating. 
It is so freaking frustrating. They've been saying this for years. Like this is this was JBL's like line when he was on commentary with, yeah. with Cole. Like this was his line. This that's how they portray like all the baby fans. They just love to have fun, Nigel. That's what it is. It's it's dumb. It's really dumb. It, dumb fun. Man, I, I was very excited for this, but oh man, it it didn't get any better. Is that like just your full review of SmackDown and Raw every yeah. week. I was excited for this and eh, didn't get any better. But there's always, I know there's always going to be at least one amazing thing on SmackDown. Yeah, every week. On and, SmackDown. yeah. And that's, that's something that I'm like, okay, cool. It's a two hour show and there's going to be something amazing on SmackDown. And that's pretty good. Uh, that was not Billy Kay's mystery partner. Now listen, I love Natalia. <laughs> I think she's great. I think she's amazing, but um, this was disappointing. People ask me on the Q&A show, uh, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I do a Q&A show every single week. They said, who do you think it's going to be? And I said, it's WWE, so it's probably going to be Peyton Royce without explanation. <laughs> That'd be good. And here's the thing. I would have been like, listen, you know what? I, I like to bitch about that brand split an awful lot, but you're you're fixing something here. Yeah, but instead we got a, a bad match. Billy Kay got pinned by Ruby Riot. At least Riot Squad's gear was good, and Riot Squad got a win. That's cool. Okay, tonight made me feel like WWE cared a little bit about uh, about tag team wrestling. Don't, don't do don't. that to yourself, Sean. I know. What are you doing? What are you doing, Sean? I no. give them too much credit. No, See, these I mean... people pretend that I bury WWE, but I've been doing a show with Denise Salcedo for fourteen months, and I give them too much credit. She uh, is like, she's like an XP up for perpetual hope every single week. <laughs> Let me tell you, Sean, don't, don't do that to yourself, buddy. Oh, no. I, I, I do a show with someone who he was the leader of yes, the women's tag team division. And he had to resign. I had to write him a resignation letter to, to get out of this position. He, he used to run with all those, those jobbers that would <laughs> quote tweet me and be like, you just bitch about everything, don't you? <laughs> And occasionally I'd hear from Joe and he'd be like, oh man, don't pay any attention to him. And I'm like, I, I really don't, but damn. You do, they, you were getting into it with him last night, Sean. I don't they, know what no, not them. That not them. These though the, okay. The ones that I got into it with were jobbers who became mid-carders. Good, <laughs> decent people. Good, decent, hardworking people. The ones I was talking to last night were ones that aren't even getting booked in the local town when <laughs> When you go visit, that's that's just the way that rocks. But oh man, yeah, I don't do it. Nakamura and Cesaro, come on, Nakamura and Cesaro. I love Nakamura and Cesaro. They they don't care. Cesaro's swing that was great. It was like a minute on that thing. Cesaro and Gable wrestling around. Yeah, bunch of shooters in there. Awesome, including one who's getting that Drew Gulak training. (laughs) What does it say to you? That WWE and specifically Vince McMahon was like, oh, goddamn, pal. We got these guys. They're so big and they're fucking terrible. <laughs> Who can we have train them? And he's looking all around. He's looking all around. And Lord Ten's eyes over there, like, I got a, I got a, a school that you own. And he's like, ah, oh, who do I got? Um, Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce. Pierce. Noted big man, Adam Pierce. Drew Gulak. This is the story of the one. 
As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Deceptively, deceptively tall. <laughs> I just, I think it's amazing. And I, I have a lot on this on Fightful Select, guys. Um, there were a couple spots that Otis did over the last couple months that I know a couple producers were like, eek. But um, I'll tell you what, man. Here's the thing. I, I'm not trying to put a positive spin on this. I'm just saying, no matter how deep I was in my career, if somebody told me, hey, you're going to learn from Drew Gulak and Adam Pierce, I'd be like, all right, that's okay. Fuck yeah, I'll do that. But they could also probably do that on their own time. Adam Pierce and Drew Gulak do not strike me as the couple of guys that would be like, oh, you all want to get better and you want us to help you get better? Well, no, we're not doing that. I, I feel like they could have done this another way. Yeah, they could. <laughs> they could have used the training school that they had, and maybe not guys. called some of these people up. <laughs> yeah, that too, like maybe don't call up these guys so you don't really know how good they are or how uh, much you're going to use them in these roles. Maybe don't do that yeah. either. You know, let's have a little foresight on oh, this man. stuff. But no, I can't can't really do that. That and takes too much effort. Says- no Adam Pierce slander allowed. I'm, I'm pro Adam Love Pierce. Adam Pierce, yeah. Although I have heard that he has maybe told some people, "You sure you want to be talking to him?" I've heard <laughs> that. I've had somebody tell me that before. You sure, wow. you sure you want to be giving him dirt, brother? Like one of those. That's what I heard. I don't know if that person was ribbing me or not. Hannah and Adam Pierce have the same haircut. Oh come on, <laughs> come on. Uh, guys, get those super chats in. It's almost Taylor Swift review time. Yeah, and we're we're close. We're we're not at Sean Ross stories level, that's for sure. <laughs> but, but it's a respectable night. We're we're not at Jeremy Lambert ass cheeks level either. <laughs> oh man! So uh, this match, Gable ends up getting pinned by Nakamura. What did you think of the training video and uh, the pep talk? I, I like the training video. Um, it was a little it was a little uh, Cobra Kai. So. I liked it. He, he, I, how much do you think Gable just enjoyed just throwing shit at this man? <laughs> like, I know him and Otis are good friends. Like, yeah, why wouldn't you just want to throw shit at your best friend? Yeah. So I bet Gable really uh, had fun with that. I think they beca- can become a really good team, too. I don't know if Tucker is among that group. Um, I think that Tucker is actually very underrated, and the poor guy just got hosed. But I don't know. You know what? Tucker would have been probably a good fit for the the Corbin gimmick too. Who? Uh, Tucker. Tucker Knight probably would have been a good fit for the uh, King Corbin Knights of the Elf Table or whatever the hell he said. What was the name of that thing? <laughs> I don't know. Knights of the King's Court. Uh, <laughs> here, here's the bottom line: they got a new name, and I'm all for it because I want I want Cutler and Blake to succeed. Bad. I know who Tucker is, by the way. The joke was that they've completely forgot about this guy. That's and somebody got it. Yeah. Somebody got it. But yes, yes. Um, uh, we also had a uh, super chat from I think we're at thirteen names. Deegan now, 
I don't care who he faces. I just can't wait to see Roman's big tribal chief WrestleMania entrance. Okay, yeah, I'm very excited for that as well. Uh, that's going to be very, very good. Well, Hopefully they go all out. If it's in front of nobody, I don't know yeah. how much they're going to be doing on that. The uh, main event was also the opening segment. We had a contract signing. It's off to a really aggressive start. Like Sasha just comes out angry. And Carmella's backstage. And what was what was the name? It wasn't an au pair. What did she have with her? Concierge, right? Concierge. Con- 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 I can't say that word. <laughs> Concierge. Yeah, whatever. Consigliere. She had that. And um, they Jonas froze was like, oh, Adam Pierce is like, yeah, sure. Let's do this match tonight. And I'm like, okay, cool. But WWE does this an awful lot where they do like 10 minutes of a match and they just end in a DQ. This was Jeremy. I think the fifth or sixth straight raw or SmackDown that ends with a DQ or a no contest. The work is, is just, the work is fine. I like Carmella. I think a lot of people unjustly like just crap on her. I encourage you guys. If you, if you want your mind changed on Carmella a bit, uh, I think it was maybe 2018 Go watch the first match that Charlotte Flair had back from surgery. You'll respect Carmella a lot more as a worker because, especially if you kind of know a little a little bit about like the footwork and and where Carmella was placing herself, she did a lot for Charlotte Flair in that match, and that's not something a lot of people would expect. She's not a bad worker. I mean, for the love of God, she knows a thing or two about working in wrestling. She's she's a second generation wrestler. It's not like she's never been around wrestling before, and she's not a rookie anymore. I thought she did completely fine in this match. It's just why. I thought she was not only very good in this match, she was very good with the promo. I when she first returned, the big reveal, she looked very uncomfortable in, in yeah. this new role. And it didn't really connect with me. She was kind of awkward with, with how she was delivering the lines. Last week I thought she knocked it out of the park with her promo. This week, again, I thought it was great. Uh she's gotten way more comfortable in this role. And and it's great to see in the ring. She's always been, I mean, not always, but recent history says she's been very good. She was good in this match. Problem was I didn't even pretend to get invested in this match. I was like, this is going to end in DQ. They're just going to do it at TLC again. Cause that's what they do. And that's what happened. And so why frustrating? Why should I bother caring about these matches? If they're just all going to end in DQ. They could have done this at the contract signing. She could have cracked the bottle yeah. over at the contract signing, and that could have been a wrap. And again, the match, good. It's just, man, they do this. They're like, they this can what just they do never. With Bailey and Sasha. This is what they do. Yeah, they they do this all the time. They're like, oh, well, you know what? Right before the pay-per-view. And I got excited for this. I was like, hell yeah. Give me Carmella in a main event TV match, because I know she can have them. Fooled. I was fooled. <laughs> I was bamboozled. Mm. And then uh, they I the tag team uh, titles in front of you too. And you're like, ah, give me them tag team titles. Give it, give it, give it. I give, want give me. to like this. I just signed a new contract to Jeremy. <laughs> I just, I just committed to Fightful. And I want to enjoy it. My God. Isaac Merriweather says, yo, where the heck is Alistair Black? Sitting at home. He's sitting in the home. dark vortex. Yep. Unfortunately, that's where he is. Sitting at home. Uh, Ray Callahan Jr. says, Jeremy fight stories. Who wins, Jeremy or Hannah? 
And uh, I don't like to make my wife canon on this show a lot. I like the privacy there. But she sent a, uh, not sent a super chat. She sent a text from downstairs and said, regarding the Hannah versus Jeremy fight comment, if Jeremy fights like he plays Mortal Kombat, my money is on Hannah. Wow. Damn. That's See, it rubs mean. off. It rubs that's, off. That's very that's very mean of your wife, Sean. I thought we were friends and everything. You know, we, we had lunch together, and she's just, just doing that to me. That's very cruel. I've already said uh, I cannot fight Hannah because she has a very hard head, and these are the money makers, people. The, well, these, these are how I got to write the headlines, and also, I cannot break these hands she's, on her she's, hard head. She's smart. She vaselines her head, and the punches just slide off. Yeah. That too. So, so oh I, can't, I can't do it. The, the hair is gone from her head. So like the hair won't even protect my hands. I'm just hitting straight hard head Hannah. Uh, please leave super chats, guys. We are almost to the main event of this show. And leave us a thumbs up. I always try to get us to 100 pretty early. That seems to help or something. But <laughs> Jeremy, I know that you did not sleep a lot last night. No. You, you just did not. It. I got roughly like three hours of sleep in the past 24 hours. That's what three hours of sleep in the last 24 hours. Yeah, Who are you? Day. Me? Who are you? Me? Well, that's not me anymore. Jeremy, you want to know why? Cause I'm maximizing my sleep with helix sleep. I mean, quite, quite honestly, we don't sleep a lot in this line of work. There's, there's always something crazy happening. There's always something crazy happening. And now I like to maximize my sleep with Helix Sleep. Whether it's politics, pandemics, uh, Jeremy's love life, keeping him up at all hours of the night. Hey, maybe for, true, good actually. And, maybe for good and bad reasons. You know what I'm saying? Helix Sleep will do everything for you. Ah, Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete. It matches your body type, your sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Everybody is unique, and they know that. Some people like to sleep a little bit more firm. Some people like a softer bed. Some people just, just like to sleep warmer, sleep cooler, and Helix will help you out with their quiz. I was so happy about this because I was in the market for a new mattress. I did not want to go to a mattress store. Didn't want to lay on something somebody else had already been laying all over, especially in this day and age. So when I found out about Helix Sleep, I took their quiz, ordered one of their beds. It came very quickly, and it uh, it comes in a box. It sets up incredibly quickly as well. I was on that bed like within, I think, 30 minutes. We had it all set up. It is such a great upgrade over the piece of slab memory foam that I was sleeping on before that. You just take the quiz, order the mattress. It comes right to your door, shipped free. If you don't like it after 100 nights, you can send it back and they'll pick it up for you. They got a 10-year warranty to try it out, uh, and or you get to try it out for 100 days, 100 nights, and they have a 10-year warranty after that. You're going to love this stuff. Go to helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Take that two-minute sleep quiz. They will match you up to a custom mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. I have I did not understand the quality of sleep that I was missing out on when I had a bit of a bargain bed. And right now, they're offering up to $200 off all mattresses orders ordered and two free pillows. I didn't even get the two free pillows. So they're offering you a better deal than I got at helixsleep.com slash fightful you don't want that old saggy mattress you know you want something a little bit better 
the best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. LL pronounced L2. Oh, well, thank you for that. <laughs> Says, I'm just happy we're getting more Chad Gable. That guy is criminally underused. Yeah, that's a positive. Yes. I like the uh, post-match thing he did, too, where he's like, I lost so you could show uh, show you what not to do. Yeah. That was good. I like Chad Gable. Hannah M. says, a very hard, bald head with no hair for cushion. Well, that's why you got to hit up helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Maybe you want a softer bed to lay that hard-ass head on. <laughs> L. Fermentado says, man, I hate to see DQ week by week. Greetings from Chile. Well, thank you very much. We're glad to have you here. We appreciate you so much, and I hate seeing it, too. Here we go. Thumbs up time. What's the name of this album reviewing, Jeremy? What are you talking about? What's the name of it? You're reviewing it, Sean. Yeah, yeah. And I got questions, Jeremy. I listened to this whole album, this Taylor Swift album. You listen to it, and you don't know the name of it. Yeah. You have questions. I have a quiz for you. Okay. Give me this quiz. Let's go. All right. First, what's the name of the album? Willow? No, that's oh, the name well, of the, the, the title or the first song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. one. Oh, for right. one. Yeah. Uh, do you know who sings besides Taylor Swift on Cowboy Like Me? Uh, is that The National? No. Okay. That was a different song then. Yep. I have nope, some feelings on The National. It's Marcus Mumford, okay. not listed on the on the credits, on the feature. Okay. Why who is, is Mar- that? Is it politics? It's not politics. He just does like background vocals. Isn't it weird? Like Justin Timberlake wasn't listed and credited for where is the love. They thought he was going to be oversaturated or overexposed. <laughs> and I'm like, like people don't know it's him. What's the big deal? I don't get it. Who is Marjorie? Marjorie. Was that, uh, I mean, I know it's like the 13th, 14th track on the album and it's very repetitive. <laughs> do you know, know, do you know who it's about? Uh, Marjorie Stewart Baxter from the Salad Fingers. Hello, I am Salad Fingers. Marjorie Stewart Baxter. Her? No, I have no idea what that reference is. No, it's... uh, You don't? You've never watched Salad Fingers? I don't think so, no. The feeling of rust against my salad fingers is almost (laughs) orgasmic. That voice sounds like... uh, What's that episode of Atlanta? Do you know what episode of... Have you seen Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best episodes yeah. of TV ever. Yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> I, really, I sound like Ollie Davis now. Marjorie's uh, Taylor's grandmother. What school did Dorothea go to? Dorothea. Um, Hogwarts. What song did Bonnie Vare appear on on Folklore? <sighs> it was one of the last ones. Closure? No, on Folklore. Oh, folklore! I didn't. I didn't listen to folklore. <laughs> he he was on. <laughs> All right. Hannah what? M says Marjorie has to be the great Marjo. Yeah, Marjo mania running wild. What song from How folklore? How many rounds are there of this quiz? <laughs> How many rounds are there? What song from folklore is Willow tied to, Sean? I don't. I I'm not familiar with folklore. I am a new Taylor Swift all right. critic. This this all this all plays into the the final couple ones here. Uh, it ties into Invisible String. Willow and Invisible String are tied together. This is a is a bonus question. 
from one Denise Salcedo. My best friend, Denise Salcedo. Who is William Bowery? Mm, from the Bowery, isn't that where Raven was from in TNA? Uh, sure, that's not who this is. Thought so. Uh, right. Fourteen names. Deegan says it's time for Sean to lay at the SmackDown on Swift. Hashtag short stories with Sean. Also, it's way too early for a salad fingers reference. Come on, come on. Denise, my best friend comes out. My best friend Denise Salcedo says his review is invalid, given he hasn't heard and learned all her previous albums and songs by heart. Okay, until he does all of that, I will listen to his review. No, 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 no. She is on another review right now. So this was this was a predetermined thing. She sent this along before. Did she send like a <laughs> like a guide based on how many questions I got right or wrong? No. no. <laughs> like three out of ten. This is the answer you give him. Come on. No, Come that on. was that was her that was her message to me. She said, uh, let him know right now. Said. Yeah, she's on the air, Riccicino. Right, right now, just before she went on the air, when I when she messaged me about or when I messaged her about this quiz. Mm. Hannah M says best song in the whole album is about uh, is is the one about killing that guy. Straight Earl had to die vibes. Let's get into this album. What the hell's the name of the album? What is it, Sean? I'm not trying to demean the album. I don't remember the name of the album. Also, why are all the titles lowercase? That's just bad punctuation. <laughs> that's that's what she did for folklore as well. The name of the album is Evermore. So they, they're obviously related. I remember her saying something about it being a sister album, right? Yeah, got that right. Good job. I'm not I'm not a Taylor Swift hater. In fact, I really enjoyed uh the way that that the the what is it? Um I don't know what song was on the match commercial. Yeah, you really, you you definitely enjoyed. I Taylor enjoyed Smith. it. Yeah, I you did. Didn't know everything about it. You enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it sounded good because we. I asked you an honest question last year in Winston Salem. Hey, Jeremy, when she re-records her old country songs, how will they they be performed? And I actually really enjoyed what I heard on that Ryan Reynolds match commercial. And then I performed a song for you in Winston-Salem. This was a very mellow album. I have that in my notes here. (laughs) A very, very mellow album. There were no bangers, so to speak. Um, Nothing nothing that I personally got up and danced to. Although I don't know if that was the goal for this album, Jeremy. Um, I'm going to rate these songs out of 10. Okay. Willow, out of the gate. You know what? I'll I'll give it an 8 out of 10. I got it. I got it at an eight out of ten. I originally had it as a seven, and I was like, you know what? It landed with me a little bit better, a hell of a lot better than Champagne Problems, because that was a. I had this in my notes a few times. Very redundant song. Said Champagne Problems a whole lot. Needs to get some help if she's got that many Champagne Problems. This is about mental health and things, Sean. I know she needs to get some help. I want her to get some help. <laughs> Gold Rush was worse. I gave that a four out of ten. Oh wait, Champagne Problems got five out of ten, so that's pretty solid. Gold Rush, four out of ten. Four out of ten. Didn't like it. This was a rough stretch of the album, Jeremy. It wasn't for me. Tis the damn season. Felt like she was just trying to be a rebel and say damn a lot. I was like, ah, oh, we get it. Used to be so innocent, but now you're saying damn. She and- said fuck on the last album. Hey, hey. We hey. we do not stoop to that level. 
We do not stoop to that level. No profanity September is over. Also, December, I get it. Tis the damn season. Tolerate it? I couldn't. I couldn't tolerate it. Three out of ten. Wow. But that wow. Was, but fortunately, fortunately, things got better after that. I got a couple five out of tens back to back. Nobody, no crime. I thought it was a great idea. Mediocre execution, pun intended. Execution. See what I did there? <laughs> I, I mean, take it from me. I watch murder mysteries all the time. Might go watch one after this. Don't know what I might do tonight. Don't know if I have enough time. I think if she if she went back to the drawing board, maybe got some tips from the greatest songwriter of the week, me. Songwriter of the week? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know who's sponsoring us next week. I think it could be better. I mean, let, let's let's be real. I drop a track on Monday, Taylor answers with a whole album. You're welcome, Jeremy. You're, <laughs> You're welcome. taking credit for this whole album? I mean, if she asked me to do a duet, I, I wouldn't MJF her. I don't I would think be, she's going to ask you. I don't think you have to worry about that. Well, maybe. Happiness. <laughs> um, she rhymed me with me at one point. That doesn't work for me. I mean, I guess I just rhymed you just it three times. <laughs> you know what? It never kicked into another gear. I was right. I was waiting for the this sick beat or something like that. It just it's, didn't it's happen. It's not this album. It's not this, this album, album, Sean. I wasn't getting the vibe of this album. I came into this all pumped up. It was such an oh, adrenaline this rush. This is the problem. Oh, you on. came into oh, it with on. the wrong, oh, with the wrong mood. I came into, I came into this with such an adrenaline rush because it was. It's such a whirlwind, Jeremy. At like 7 a.m., I'm finding out Taylor Swift album. I'm sitting there trying to troll Denise, by, at least publicly, because I actually genuinely adore her as a friend personally. So I'm telling her to wake up because I'm actually wanting her to wake up and see her excitement because she is a friend. <laughs> so I've got all this, this energy going through me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to listen to this album. I respect Jeremy and Denise so much. I'm going to listen to this album so we can get content for this business, Jeremy. Something you know nothing about. Something that you never sacrificed for. But I did. I sacrificed midnight on a Thursday. Like my only night off ever. Damn. Well, here we go. Here you go. Dorothea, 6 out of 10. It was good. It was It was good. That that hits on my match ratings. If I give something a six out of ten, that's recommended viewing. I recommend you listen to this song. I got some problems with Coney Island. I did not like the national. Okay. How do you feel about the national in this I, song? I like the national. I'm not like a huge national fan. So <laughs> Coney Island's not my favorite song on this album. I'll say that. Taylor Swift's got a real good voice. I didn't think the the voice from the fella from the national quite matched up okay. to me. To me, it's like putting Ozzy Gian and Albert Bell in a home run derby. You know, who's going to win that. Come on. Ivy. I gave seven out of 10. I have no other notes. I must have really liked it to give it that high. It's probably upon a second. Listen, probably closer to an eight, but I got to say, that was another one of my favorite tracks. I, I got to say cowboy like me. Nine out of ten. I'm going nine out of ten. I can't do any more than that. I got a business to run here. But nine out of ten. But my note was this was a fast song disguised as a ballad. 
If okay. she did a remix to this, I'm probably going a full 10. I, I, I'll probably go a full 10. I tried so hard. I tagged uh, Hangman Page in a tweet to get him to respond to it so I could run an article on what Hangman Page thought of Taylor Swift's song, and he didn't respond. I was so – I'm trying, Sean. I'm trying to get the content. Cowboy Like Me will be on my phone by the end of the weekend. That's the commitment that I'm ready to make to this. Long story short, four out of ten. Marjorie, three out of ten. Marjorie was too repetitive. Didn't like it. Closure, five out of ten. A nice little recovery. It was for par. For some reason, I do not have a rating for the last... The last... uh, A rating for Evermore? I don't. That's that's kind of sketchy. I know it is kind of sketchy. You did not rate the the title track of this album. You're right. Oh, by the way, the name of this album was Evermore. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> there you go. Good job. Good job. Another Raven reference. Do you think this album was like secretly about Raven? Yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time I interviewed Raven? I, I hit him up for like six months, and the time he gets back to me is in uh, during halftime of the Super Bowl. He's like, oh, I'm ready to do an interview now. I'm like, it's halftime of the Super Bowl. He's like, yeah, I'm also on the treadmill. I was like, all right, I guess we're doing this interview. Um, Denise says, SRS, I'll rate your little football team. What is that? That has sucked for 30 years plus. How do you know about that? How do you even know about that? The Bo Jackson curse is to blame. Maybe Bo Jackson, uh, maybe Taylor Swift tackled Bo Jackson and dislocated her, his hip before uh, she did this album, Jeremy. I, I don't think, I don't think, I agree with Denise. I, I rate him a dud. Well. I gave Cowboy Like Me a 9 out of 10. I love that song. Okay. I mean, that's one That's one song, though. Kentucky sucks, too. I know everything. What the hell? <laughs> oh, man. So, I want, Jeremy, I want you to rate my, my review. I'm going to agree with my best friend, Denise Alcedo, and give you and your review uh, just a dud. Minus eight stars. Come on. Denise says SRS, you are canceled. Should I review other albums? I don't know how many how many weeks. Check my DMs, huh? Telling Denise to do that. Oh, oh, I'm like, damn, what the hell? What did (laughs) I miss? DMing you? You Care about you? Denise says my review is invalid. I told Um, him that. My God. And she says that I have to study Taylor to review. Earn your stripes. I did. I sat through that whole album. You gotta listen to all of the albums, Sean. I all will of gladly them. review every Taylor Swift album. <laughs> but I mean, the the sad reality is this, Jeremy. This review will not do as much traffic as me singing on Monday did. Because this review is like. 20 minutes long and that video is like two minutes long we're reviewing by the way sean on the distraction on tuesday we are reviewing your song really yes wow along with uh high noon at mega mountain three ninjas i get the feeling that you're gonna let my review cloud your judgment now and you're gonna try to bury me unfairly which i did not do i just gave my honest opinion try to bury you unfit does that sound like me yeah does that really sound like me denise says my grandma doesn't like you well thank god for your mom is all i have to say (laughs) bruh 
I am snapping. Uh, this wasn't a super chat, but 15 names Deegan. You know, I think I might. I might. I mean, quite frankly, I got plenty of fight stories left. Denise says, no gifts for Sean. Well, that's a lie because I got one today. I was just waiting till the other one got here because she sent me two. Denise likes me more than everybody else. She sent me two gifts. Um, Hannah M says, Sean listened to the entire album before I did because I had to stop to listen to Denise's interview with Renee. Well, to show you how dedicated I am to Denise and our friendship, as, as well as our professional relationship, I listened to both of them. I, In fact, I watched the YouTube premiere of Denise's Renee Young interview, including like 20 minutes of it being about Taylor Swift. Yeah. And I wrote an article on that portion because yes. why wouldn't I? I got yelled at for teasing it. <laughs> no, I said, please don't tease that as big news because people were saying what's breaking at one. Really? Were people really saying Yes. Alex McCarthy messages and like, we know it's a Taylor Swift article. I'm like, apparently everyone doesn't know, Alex. No, no, they don't. They don't. Oh, man. So, my God. <laughs> your review sucked, Sean. It, it absolutely sucked. Your bias. I think your bias because you don't like Denise and I. You're, you're mad that you tried to turn us against each other and she played you with the turn. She played you. She made you think I mean, we were not best friends when the whole time we were actually best friends. Tell the people where they can find you, Jeremy. I'm here. I'm here on Fightful all the time. My girlfriend's very happy to hear that I have a bunch of job security. She, she's thankful for that. That Even if I show my ass cheeks, I might not get fired. She's happy to hear that. I'm here on Fightful. We're gaming tomorrow. Open right up new avenue, revenue streams for you even. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, Doing stuff all the time. Alert, guys. We got a Twitch coming soon. So be ready to subscribe and give us more money. <laughs> guys, I've got a Lee Moriarty interview next week. I've got a an LSG interview next week. We're going to be talking about the Virtual Basement Wrestling Code video game, ROH. Lots of good stuff there. Subscribe to Fightful Select. I can't tell you guys how important that is. And Joel Pearl, he says, games tomorrow. I mean... Why do I need to plug it? People have been finding it just fine. They've been doing great traffic. Uh, it's just I don't get to play them with you guys. You tried and you oh, wait. sucked. Wait, I'm 1-0 against Joel Pearl. Oh, man. We're out. True. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.